having the parsha this week. It says, so Rashi brings down over here a Medrash Tanchuma. Medrash HaGodah. Why is the Parsha of Atem Nitzavim written in propinquity to the Parsha of the Klolis? But he should show me Yisrael may a Klolis Chosrstein. Why shall heard 98 Klolis? In addition to the 49 in so the Imamish became pale. We are going to survive. You're standing here today. You know, you did a lot of bad things and you're still around, so don't worry. So the obvious question is, you know, what's going on over here? The is giving them clothes to frighten them and to tell them, you better shape up or I'm going to punish you and there's going to be terrible things and if you don't keep to tell you that this is going to happen. So Claudius was very scared. So Moshe said, shit laugh, nothing happened. You know, it's, uh, so what, what's, what's Moshe doing over here? That's Mamish Fakert and what the Rebbeinu's Kavod was. You know, you, if, if, if on principle, I tell a bocher, you know, if you don't behave yourself, you're going to get yourself thrown out of a yeshiva. And a bocher says, eh, don't worry about it. He says this to everybody, you know. So he just did away with my entire musa shmuz. So what's the Moshe sabotaging? I got his bocher's all shmuz. So to answer the question, I want to go into more barifas, but the, the, the question is asked by, by uh, Benny the Beforshin. And I saw a beautiful terrace. It could be it's said by Rukhaim uh, Zaychik, based on what he says, but there's a mice that happened uh, several years ago. It was a, a shul in Eretz Yisrael. So there was a bar mitzvah coming up, and the buffer had fascist Yisrael for his bar mitzvah. My father went to the Gabbai in the shul. And said, uh, my son has Pashas Yisroel, can he, uh, I want to reserve. He wants to lay in Pashas Yisroel, we'll make a kiddish. He said, okay, very good. Mazel Tov, Yet Hashem, you'll have Pashas Yisroel. Week before the, the, the Shabbos of the Bar Mitzvah, the father goes to Shul to make some final arrangements, and he discovers a friend of his is planning a Bar Mitzvah Pashas Yisroel in the same Shul. So they go to the Gabbai, they say, wait a second, who, uh, who reserved the Parsha? So the Gabbai says, oh my gosh, it's my fault. I must have forgotten to write something down, and I double book. I don't know what to do. One of you is going to have to, you know, uh, take another date, or whatever it is, but I, I'm sorry, it's my fault, I don't know what to do, but Lamaisa, I made a mistake. So uh, one of the Bachrim, it says it's okay. You can have my friend can have Yisro. I'll just prepare Pashas Mishpatim. Have a week. I work very hard. I'll prepare Pashas Mishpatim. So Kachava, kid worked very hard. Next week he lays Pashas Mishpatim. He had his bar mitzvah a week later, and he was mivater. Okay, very nice. Four years go by, and uh, the boy is now seventeen years old. And his mother gets very sick. 
You end up in the hospital, and the doctors can't figure out what's wrong with her. The question, every doctor has a different opinion, and they're trying to diagnose what's wrong. You know, if one doctor says, I think she has terminal hiccups, another guy says, I think it's a case of athlete's foot on the nose, and each one has a different stickle tire of what's going on. And but the, the mother's in the hospital, and she's very sick, and no one has an answer. That Shabbos, Rebel Yashiv was in the hospital. And um, the Askonim brought in a top doctor from someplace to, to deal with him. And uh, he was there over Shabbos, and they're walking around the hospital looking if they can find someone who can wait. So they come to this kid's room, and they ask, Are you about Kaira? He says, No. But he says, I could work this week, Pashas Mishpat, it is my Bamitzah Pasha. Not my Bamitzah Pasha, but I lame Pashas Mishpat, so I could end Mishpat. So he lames for Yashiv. But Yashiv wrote the lame. His mom is a beautiful lady, there's Medoctic and everything, and he lame, his beautiful voice. So afterwards, Yashiv calls him over to thank him, and he says, What are you doing in the hospital? He says, I'm here with my mother. My mother, the doctors don't know what's wrong, so he's been here for a while, they can't figure it out. So Al-Takrasa Tadrul Yashiv says to this doctor that came, he says, can you do me a favor and check that lady? The doctors don't know what's wrong. I'm sure you could figure it out. So the doctor goes, he examines her very thoroughly, and he says that they're diagnosing it totally wrong. They missed the, they missed the problem. The problem is quite different than they think, right? And um, he gives her the medication she needs, and within three, four days, she was home. So Nebuchadnezzar Yehuda Lefkowitz heard this story he said, that's the Kayach of Vitor. Bokhah was Mavatir to another Yid. He gave up his Bamitra Parsha because he was worried about the other kid. And that's, with that, he went as close as mother had a foolish So, with this, he can answer that Moshe Rabbeinu was not saying to them, don't worry, just chill out. No, don't worry, don't get so nervous about the Bamitra what he's saying is, when you're all together as one, you're all here together as, a, as, a, as one big then you've got nothing to worry about. You've got plenty to worry about. But when you're ba'achdus, if it's kolchem, then you're okay. And, and this is the aside over here that you see in this parsha. Chazal tell us that Whenever it says in the Torah Hayyoyim, it refers to Rosh Hashanah. So uh, it says several places Hayyoyim, Bahi Hayyoyim, and uh, in, in various places in Tanakh, as I always say, Hayyoyim is, is Rosh Hashanah. So in, in the Ur HaKhaim HaKadosh, on this week's parasha, the very first Ur HaKhaim, he wants to teach up what is the message of this parasha. So he says, What is this bris? says, I'm coming here to bring you to a bris. So he says, What kind of bris? He just had a bris two psukim ago. So what's this naya bris? Right? So continue, and then at the end, say, This must be a different bris. This was a bris of Arvus, that each year is responsible for another year. That 
Everyone is mekabel achrayis for his brother that he is not nichshal. I am responsible, I'm mitzvah. If you're choyte, I take responsibility because I should have helped you. The end of the parsha says the nistoros. That's Hashem's business. What you can't see and you can't change that Hashem deals with. Haniglois. When you see someone doing an aveira and you can deal with it, so then this one will venenu. I don't know. Last is called the biyatay yohasoyis. So you see, Chloe from the end. Harishal arbis medabra kosef. The ain't the habrish on the say parshas kisavoy. He always habris yalatzman. The bris in kisavoy is each individual. You have your achrayis. The zeshi is chayv kolecha ola chayu ha ibri kviya yechaylish shebiyad shebiyad echad. Each person has the yechaylish. Then he says that's atem mitzavim. There's a lot in in Megillus Rus that boyus came. He spoke to the nar hanitzav al hakoitzrim. He was supervising the Kletri. So, you are all standing and supervising each other. He wants to touch up Shadim. So, you say this, that Eurachim is saying that this is a parasha of Raius for each other. It's a parasha of Achdus within Klau Yisrael, that we have to be there for each other, side to help each other, side to, you know, to be machazig each other, side to criticize each other if it's appropriate. That's our Achrayis to each other. And so, with this, we we can deal with a couple of other shilas that are negayat to Rosh Hashanah. It's it's um, the 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 Yom asks a kasha that you're going to see in Parshas Hazinu. It says about Hakadosh Baruch Hu Kelem Muna the Ein Ovel Sadik the Yoshevim. Hakadosh Kelem Muna the Ein Ovel, and there's no falseness, there's no crookedness. You know, so you tell the four. I get uh, calls very often about shiduchim from four Talmidim. So if I were to say a yankel, he's not a crook. And so that would not go over very good as a positive. Uh, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> that's not what people want to hear, right? You know, I say he's he, he's not the nicest guy in Lakewood. But he's not a he's not a murderer either, you know. So that's not a good description. So what do you think about a kodesh baruch? He's a kelem moon. The ain't oval. He's not crooked. Why would you think about a kodesh baruch? He would be crooked. That I have to say he's not crooked, and that's a milah. As I break the label of yo, right? That's one kasha. Another kasha is that the Gemara says in Masechus Rosh Hashanah that on Rosh Hashanah we pass before a kodesh baruch like sheep. There's various pshat, and each pshat is mashma that Yidin passed before Hakadosh Baruch individually. So you judged individually. But then Rabbi Yochanan says, "Luchulan niskarin b'skira achas." But they're all like stroked with one stroke. So are we judged separately or just just publicly? Well, how do you explain these two in Yon? That's another kasha. Now you also see in it's in Novi. It happens to be. The Mafti of my Mitzvah Parsha, but um, it's the story of Elisha El- 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 Hanodi and the Isha Shunamis. So she went out of her way to accommodate him and to be Machmis Orchim, that she had her husband built him a special room, Machlikis in the Gemara, exactly how it was. So um, they, he Hayoin, again Hayoin, so Chazal say this was Rosh Hashanah. Went to sleep in that room. Called the Shunamis. 
You went through all this burden for us. My last is, look, what can I do for you? So I'll say, it was Rosh Hashanah. Alicia's going to turn, and not saying, you want me to speak to the president or the general. He says, I'm a novi, I can talk to the Rabbi Nishalayim. It's Rosh Hashanah, it's Rosh Hashanah. What do you want? What do you need? But she says, I don't want anything. I want to be I'm part of the tzibur. I want to be part of the cloud. Don't mention me to the Rabbi And then he's going to look at me and scrutinize me. I, I stay with I'm safe. That's what she says to him. You know, you tell for someone, so Chaim, can he ask you, we call you right before Neil, what do you need? Right? It's, it's okay. It's okay. I'm davening the yeshiva. I'm fine. Right? <laughs> she says no. And she, she's a lady. She's in that Carter. She hasn't had a child. And yet she doesn't chop her right. I don't want to be singled out. So eventually he says, okay, you're going to have a kid anyway. So she has the child, etc. But she, she wants nothing to do with it. So uh, the aside over here, all these things, is really this idea that when you're part of the Tzibur, it's a whole different world. What it means, Kayla Moon of the Svarim explain that in, in every other situation, the courts don't take into account the uh, collateral damage of somebody being put in jail. Right? You know, I read recently the book about the Shlomo Rubashki, right? So, you know, besides the fact that the whole thing wasn't fair to him, at least the way it seems like it, but he had a child that was an unhealthy child, a downs or whatever it was, and all sorts of agnes uh, nefesh that were zaitig the facts of the fact that he was in jail. Everybody in jail is that way. The family suffers, people suffer, and the courts can't take that into consideration because they never punish anybody. So that's the way it works. By the Rabbi nothing will happen if it's not justified to everybody that suffers from the fact that a person is, 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 is incarcerated or, or suffers or dies or whatever it is. So the Leibelio says a person should therefore make sure you want as a Chosun Rosh Hashanah become a part of the Tzibur, that you're a, a very significant cog in the machinery of the Tzibur, that they need you. And then on your din in Rosh Hashanah, you'll have an added schus that he can't suffer because look what he does for the tzibur. You know, he's about stuck, uh, he's an askin, he's involved. Just the fact that he shows up to Minyanim every day, they need this guy. So by being that kind of a person, HaKadosh Baruch has to take that into consideration. And when he looks at the tzibur, it's a whole different din. So that's Kalem Lunav, ain't other. There's no other in the din that no one is going to suffer because of what's going to happen if it's not, unless people are nifter and if people suffer, you have to say that someone had Kodeshbachel in the overall scheme of things, it's all biashras. So we don't understand how these things work. But Leibovio says it's an eight Tavon, that uh, look for people you could be, uh, you could assist. People you can be mechazic, people you can be part of their lives, and therefore you become, so that's Kalem Moon of Einob, and that's also the Pshat. But I mean, whatever, whatever Tzibur, you, you people have a ripple effect in what they do. So whatever that ripple effect touches, 
is part of who you are. So you never know, right? Uh, so the same thing is calling this calling this kirakasavada. Each person is judged, but then we look at the whole picture at the same time, right? At one hand, we look at each person individually, but uh, we look at the same shepherd and say, how much wool is he giving? How much warmth is he spreading? How much is he affecting other people? So that's calling this calling this kirakasavada. You look at the whole tzibur, how each individual is impacting on the tzibur. And so this is the Isha Shunamis. If I'm part of the Tzibur, I'm much more safe. I don't want to be singled out, right? And so uh, this is a Milo in Rosh Hashanah that when we're in Achdus, um, we, we, we have a much stronger Mahalach. And that's, he says, why with all the din of Rosh Hashanah, you find it's a shtickle mother because on one hand, we talk about the Pachat Hadin, the Yoim Hadin, the frightening reality of Oymid Bedin. And then at the same time, we have Simcha and Rosh Hashanah, and uh, all of the things we do, with all the Simonim we have, and, and so there's a lot of Simcha and Rosh Hashanah. It's a yomtiv, and, and we eat, we have Sudas. What is the Pshat? So the Pshat is, on one hand, if I'm judged individually, I have what to be afraid of, but if I realize I'm part of the cloud, I'm part of the tzibur, and as part of the tzibur, I'm confident that the tzibur lives on, and the Kodesh Baruch who looks at us as a tzibur, and he'll give us a didn't, as long as I know I'm a chelikadat, so I have a tremendous mile. So, um, it's another mile when you're part of the achdus of the tzibur, you have a chelik in all the mitzvahs. So you come to Kodesh Baruch with tired mitzvahs. And you have it all. You have, uh, you're learning, you're part of the tzibur, whatever it is, you're giving tzedakah to, to other institutions. That'll, you get a piece of the action of everybody together. So you come to Kodesh Baruch with everyone's mitzvahs. It's a, it's a different world. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, the Malchus and Rosh Hashanah says, he be sure in Melech, this Asif Rosh When there's Achdus in Klal Yisrael, then HaKadosh Baruch will be a melech. He's a melech over in Am, that's Ba'achdus. So that's Malchus and Rosh Hashanah. You're accomplishing the greatest melech. In the Malchus. So as we say, you know, there's a word from, I think, the Belzer Rebbe. It says, on every Monday and Thursday, we say, you want some of the Shemayim, Shedes Baser, we'll have a bunch of you. Then we say, Achena Kobes Yisrael, and Asun Batzom HaShedes. Why don't we say, he wants it over there? He says, when it's a chenical basis, well, you don't have to say Yehi Ratzin. It is the Ratzin of HaKadosh Baruch That's an automatic. This is the chenical basis, well, and it's a chenical so then else is good. You can't go wrong. So uh, recently heard a Misa, uh, Yechiel Spiro said over, and they thought it's very appropriate over here, that um, he said there was a year in Los Angeles. It's a time of the rim, it's a Rebbe, I think. I'm not sure why the story needs to... to. Anyway, the, the Yid had a, had a massive heart attack, and um, the doctors said he needs a new heart. And so um, he finally was online to get a new heart, and they put in the heart, they took out his heart, and they put in the new heart, and it wasn't working. And it was a big sakona. They called the rim, it's a Rebbe, he said, get a minion together, and I'll dab him. And uh, hopefully we'll have Nisan. And so uh, an hour later, the heart was pumping beautifully, and the guy was out of Sakana. His brother is in the room, and he wakes up, and his brother says to him, do you know what's going on the last hour? So he smiles. He says, yeah, I know very well what's going on. He says, what was going on? He says, I was up to Shemai. And all of a sudden, a guy comes, and he says, you can't let him die. He says, when I came from wherever I came to America, so 
I didn't have any money. I was just uh, all alone. And this guy comes over to me and he says, I see they're new here. You probably need some money to get started. And he gave me an envelope filled with cash and he put me on my two feet. And he says, this guy wasn't a gvir. He collected money. He, he gave me it. And so he gave me, he, you know, he gave me his heart. He went out of his way to help me. He gave me his heart. He deserves a heart. And after that, I woke up and here we are. And he said, you give a heart to somebody, you give a piece of your heart to another yid. So Kodesh Baruch gives you back, you know, uh, I'm not telling you should, you can't give away a heart to a heart transplant, but you know what, that's your kidney. But I'll go upon him, the, 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 you give a piece of yourself to somebody else, you ma'achet yourself with other people, to murder the Kazakh. There's a beautiful story I read recently, that uh, there was a chasma, in, in Eretz Yisrael, and not one of the fancier holes. Um, and so uh, they the order the band, the band shows up, five musicians, they start unpacking, they're setting up their machinery, their, 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 their instruments, and all of a sudden another band shows up, come running in, little pieces. And I say, what are you doing here? They say, what are you, what are you doing here? Because they booked us. I say, no, they booked us. So the, the, the Bal Simcha comes with his wife, and they realize that they didn't communicate well with each other. Each one booked this, a different band, and both of the bands were booked. So the father, the, the father of the cow, is very embarrassed, and he says, I, I can't afford to pay for two bands. You know, one of these going to have to give in. And uh, so they, they, they start arguing, and one band says, so we came first, the other band says, oh, well, we were booked. And, so the drummer looks at the, the band leader, one of the bands, and he, say, he calls him over and he says, you know, the leader of the other band, he has a daughter who's not well. Every penny he makes is going to go to help his daughter. Let them have the job. So he goes over to them and he says, okay, you guys can have the job. So they say, no, you can have the job. We know you have a big family, you need the money, you take the job. Now they're fighting over who's going to do the job. So finally somebody says, okay, We'll split the money, we'll both, we'll both play. And so he said it was one of those beautiful chasmas. Because he had a band, they were only getting paid one band, and they were going to split the money, but they played in unity, nine pieces. And it was, it was not, the beauty of it was that there was an achdus, there was, uh, you know, they were joining together, music harmonized. And it was all, they were building a bias in Yisrael based on the harmony of two people who had adapted to each other. So it was a beautiful simcha, but that's the Yisait Advarim. And I think one of the minors over here is that when a person becomes a chalik of the cloud, he takes away a piece of himself, he's mavato v'shtikazich. And when you give HaKadosh Baruch Hu a piece of yourself, that's the greatest that's the Akedah. That's the Akedah. If I can take a piece of myself and say, I want to live for the Tzibur, I want to give to the Tzibur, I want to be, I want to be there for other people, and I give up the selfishness, that's the shtick of my Akedah. That's my, uh, we, we ask Kodesh Baruch, remember the Akedah, and I'm, that's what I'm doing. So the Tzibur is a Malchus, and I'm a shtick of Zechreinus. And I think that that idea is, uh, I may have said this in the past, the story of the, the Neide Bihu that says over, who knows the story Nochem Ishkamzu was asked to deliver the box of jewels to the king uh, to appease him on behalf of the Jewish people 
the emperor always was looking to start up with the Yidden, the Yidden always looking, to, you know, they send a gift to the to Asa, then everybody's happy. So they send this box of uh, emeralds and diamonds to the king. So Nochim uh, Ishkamzo is the chosen uh, emissary, and overnight he's staying in an inn, and the innkeeper hops, he's got a chest of jewels, and he empties the jewels, he fills up the box with dirt, and he sends him on his way. So Nochem Mishkansen is oblivious to what's going on. He comes before the king. He gives the king the chest on behalf of the Jewish people. The king opens it up and he sees a bunch of dirt. The king is furious. Nochem Mishkansen says, Gamsel Lepayim, right? And he's about to, you know, forget about the Jews now. I'm going to destroy them. So El Yolnovi shows up. He says to the king, Your Majesty, perhaps this is the dirt that the patriarch Abraham threw against the four kings that he fought and he vanquished them. So the king says, by golly, that's a wonderful idea. Let's try it. He sends it up to the battlefront where they're fighting an enemy, and sure enough, it works. And they win the war. So uh, when he gets the word back that the war was won, he fills it up with jewels more than before, and he sends the Chalmigamzu back, and the Jewish community is in good shape the next year and later. I'll call upon him, says the Neid of Yehuda, that this is the same story with Klal Yisrael. Contact with the Rosh Hashanah with all our mitzvahs and meisim tovim, and uh, we bring the Shpocha a chest full of mitzvahs. Comes along the sotan, and he turns it all into dirt. He says, "What are these mitzvahs?" Yeah, Shmuel Esra. Yeah, how many Shmuel Esra they dive in a year? You know, just do the math. How many had kavana? Hundred brachos a day, right? And how many of them did he say with kavana? An average of two and a half a day, right? Then you know, how many times Asha Yotzer did he stand there for more than five seconds saying Asha Yotzer properly? And you know, then he goes through every one of our mitzvahs and he finds something wrong with the mitzvah. So it comes El Yohanavi, it comes Amalachim, and they say Rebbein Shalevim. Efshi, you're right, but maybe this is the offer of Ramavina. And the Chalamaisus, Abraham and Yisrael are not often together. The Klal Yisrael, the Baachdus, everyone is mevatel himself. He gives himself up. He makes himself like a not often together. He mevatel himself for the tzibur. So, Efsher, maybe the mitzvahs are not perfect, but the Yidden and Baachdus that together there's a tzibur. They're there for each other. Eibazei, it's the offer of Ramavinu, the not often together. So, mitzad that you should give Klal Yisrael a good year. So uh, I think this is uh, how you see in Chazal. Chazal say which was the greatest daughter in, 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 in the history of Klal Yisrael. But they bring a pasuk that Sheker Achim Hegemah Yoyfi Isha Shem Yiris Isha Yirsi Mitzal That's the daughter of Yehuda Rabbi Loi. Now, his door was not necessarily the greatest door in, in, in Chochmas HaTayra, but why are they called the greatest door? Because six Tamidichom learned sharing one blanket. The Rechaim Shemulam says, how did they share one blanket? Six Tamidichom. He says, if you're worried about yourself, then everyone has the blanket, but it's a nobody's covered. Everyone's worried about covering the other guy, everyone stays warm. He says, that was the greatness of that door. That's the aside. He says, do it as a miser with... Uh, Napoleon went to before he fought against Russia. And he said, what do you think? Am I going to be successful? So Chaim Belozhina told him that, let me tell you, Marshall, there was a, a, an, you know, a, a very, very prominent person, a nobleman, who was riding, and he had a carriage, and it was led by four of the greatest horses he could buy. 
And all of a sudden, one of the horses gets stuck in the mud. And as much as he tries, they can't pull, they can't get out of the blood. And he's trying and trying, he's a gatenist. All of a sudden, a wagon drives by. A poor guy with a small wagon, he's got four old horses, and they get stuck. So he starts whipping one of the horses, and within 30 seconds, they're out of the blood. So the guy says, how did you do that? You got mamish, your horses are like, you know, second-hand horses, floor models. And he says, the difference is that you have the best horses. You have one horse from Egypt, one horse from Saudi Arabia, one horse from France, one horse from Italy. They don't have anything to do with each other. So they're not working together. If one horse gets whipped, they're happy, <laughs> as long as they're not whipping you. So they don't work together. My four horses, it's a mother and three children. They're, they're for family. They care for each other. If one horse gets whipped, they all start moving. So they, they feel for each other. So all they have to do is whip one horse, and, and they all put in all the countries. They work together. So he says to Napoleon, you have an army of mercenaries from Poland and from, 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 from Germany and from Austria. It has an army of all sorts of soldiers. Everyone's out for themselves. The Russians are fighting for their land, for their own country. You have no chance of winning. Napoleon didn't listen, and he lost. Right? But that was from kind of was This achdus, you can you can overcome all the adversity. That's the yisoid. So it's always said over that uh, you know I, this time of the year I registered my car. There were three nakudas that I had to. You always have to have three things when you register your car. You have to have a registration, you have to pay the check, so you get your jury duty, and then you have to have proof of insurance. And you have to have an admission sticker. So the registration is malchius. You have to register on the yid. Right? The insurance is a Remembers all your avayus. Right? You got to make sure. Hashem says, "Are you insured? How do you know you're not going to do avayus next year?" Everybody, so this year I'm going to be better. What's the insurance plan? What's your insurance plan? You have a plan. Like, how are you going to stop talking Lush and Hora? How are you going to adopt them better? How are you going to learn more? How are you going to be nicer to your wife? How are you going to be nicer to your child? How are you going to be nicer to your parents? You're going to call them once in a while. Tell me a plan. What's the insurance plan? You can't just say, I'm going to be better. Right? You have to have a mahalach. Right? Like, uh, it says that the letter hey, Oilam Hazel was created with the letter hey. So if I said, why? Because you want to leave, you can just throw straight out the bottom. There's an elevator, take it down to the basement. If you want to come back, it's open on the top. So the Shah's why can't you just go back up to the top and the bottom? He says, if you can go back the same way, you played. You have to have a new mahalach. So you want to come back in, there has to be a new approach. You have to come back up the top. You can't go back the same way you came. Then you just, you're toast. You're not going to change. What is your new mahalach? That's in, and, and the emission sticker is how are you going to treat other people? And so the Shai will say, this is the emission sticker. How are you going to, you're going to be ba'achdus with Klai, so you're going to care about other people. That's the emission sticker. Always tell over, I had this, uh, I, one of my experiences in Denver, my car was stolen. So I was like to a new used car. So I, you know, finally you get the car and you get the title and you get everything you need. You go to the, you know, to the motor vehicle department. Get number 972. Three weeks later, they call your name. You go up there, and usually you have to come back home, you know, five times till you get the rule right. But anyway, so I go up there, and the lady says to me, There's a stickle of problem. I said, What's the problem? She says, You see, normally a title, the first drive, it drives 30,000 miles. The next guy maybe takes it to 50,000. The next guy to 70. 
you have a very funny title over here because the first guy went 30,000, second guy 50,000, and the third guy went down to 40,000. <laughs> so I said, so he went backwards, what's the problem? He said, I can't honor this kind of a title. You know, you have to get it, uh, you have to have the, the mileage going up. But $2.19, you can have temporary plates. Okay. I go back to the, uh, to the, to the dealer and I said, the title is no good. The, you know, look, the mileage is going down. She says, oh, okay, I'll bring it back to you tomorrow, I'll fix it. So the next day I get a new title, go back to the motor vehicle department. Right in number 920, I get the same lady. She looks at it and she says, No, 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 this is no good. I said, What's the problem now? The mileage is going up. She says, I can tell. They just played with the numbers. It turned a three into an eight, a one into a nine, and the mileage is going up. I can't honor it. I'm sorry. You have to get a new title, but don't worry. For $2.19, I'll give you temporary plates. So I go back and I say, You have to get me a brand new title, a real new title. Okay, fine. So a few weeks later, I get a brand new title. I go back to the motor vehicle department. I'm it's just my lucky day. You know, I get a lower number and I get a new lady and she looks at everything. The mileage is going up. She might look at my license. It's me. Everything is perfect. And then she says, wait, there's one problem. I said, what's the problem now? She says, you need a new emission sticker. But don't worry for $2,000. You get temporary place. So I, I, I left the place and I said to myself, so fell time. You're worried about your title. You're worried about, you know, who are you? Your title. You have to worry about your admissions. Now, don't worry about rabbi, doctor, professor. What's, worry about how you're affecting other people. What are your admissions? That's what matters. This is Benodom Chavei. This is Achtos. This is the Indian Seaboard. But now, if you're worried about everybody else and you tell the Achtos, we can get ourselves out of our blood and out of the Avelis and Bisoicha and Yetzishem. Yomar Chasim Matayvim Yetzishem. Yes.